Hey, Chris. Hey, Gwen. Hey. Hey, let's talk. <laughs> let's do it. Dude, it's been a big week. It's been huge. There's been a lot going on. So, and I, I have a theory. I can sum up my feelings on the industry right now entirely with one game, and that is Ashen. Oh, why Ashen? I don't know. I feel like we should get to that at the end. Oh. I feel like, I feel like we should go in order, right? Because last week, so when we ended last week, we were chatting with Alan Hazelden about um, Steam's new rev model, right? Yes. Like they, Yes, they changed the revenue split. They made it so that if you were a uh, like if you if your game grossed more than fifty million dollars, uh, then they only take twenty percent from there on, yeah, and so forth. And and basically, it's um so as your game is more successful, you give up less of a cut to uh, Steam's store, mm-hmm. which uh, was highly controversial. A lot of indies were super miffed uh, that it wasn't a flat thing, and that is. We know why they did that now. It's because they knew what Epic was about to do. Yeah, so dropping a kind of uh, industry-changing store was kind of a big deal. Yeah, they're really opening it up. They basically put the crosshairs on Valve real hard. Like, they're putting the screws to Valve, man. Gee, like, you can see it. It's, I think what Valve did was probably the best case scenario for Epic. So uh, let's work, let's keep going forward through time. So Epic, Epic was clearly, Epic wanted to launch a storefront. They want to compete with Valve. They clearly have their, um, they they dropped a lot of trailers at the Game Awards later in the week. And it was clear to me that they, they kind of wanted to have the game store live. Obviously they wanted to have the game store live and be a huge hit at the Game Awards. And they were leaning into the, they're leaning into the Game Awards and all the trailers. The Game Awards in order to promote their new storefront, right? But they know they can't just hit a button and make it live right before the Game Awards because scalability problems. What if they have a terrible launch? What if something goes wrong? So they knew they needed to at least roll out and flex the new store a little bit before then. Yeah. So quietly on Monday, they rolled out the new launcher that has this little store tab and all the tabs and stuff so that they could you know see how it went yeah obviously obviously a lot of people who knew things they didn't and so forth started tweeting out hey look at this look at this there's a little store tab uh they expected this and they were they i i mean i don't know exactly how it went down but it looks like they clearly had articles ready they were clearly ready to talk about oh, this fuck yeah they were they, On- they had, this wasn't the surprise to them <laughs> no so on Tuesday was when Tim Sweeney started dropping articles and stuff about, yeah, there is a store tab. We're opening a storefront and we only take 12%. Mm. So take suck. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge. Like you don't, I, I don't need to ha- explain to you 18% more money is a lot of money. And all those Fortnite eyeballs. Yes, there are quite a few of those. Yeah. They, have, they are clearly going after Valve, obviously. And they, the, the, everything, there's been lists of things that people have asked from Steam. And it, I feel like that list just leaked and Tim Sweetie read it and said, easy. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you hate that you have to manage these mandatory forums? Uh, yeah, we just won't do that. Oh, <laughs> how about are we- you... <laughs> That's, that's easy. Good. That's not. It's easy for us to not do a thing. Yeah. But does they, it add usually, anything at all to you? No. Oh, all right. 
usually you don't call out the things you don't do. But <laughs> literally in the article, he's like, features of our storefront. We don't have forums. <laughs> like, <laughs> features of our storefront. We, uh, everything, everything indies have complained about forever. Like, people will, you'll say something on Twitter that's controversial or something, or people will get met a bug up their ass and they'll punish you by giving you a bad review um, or review bombing a game. And then you'll never, you'll have a direct impact. Like this will hurt you yes. if you're an indie in a huge way. Like they can, the, it doesn't take many people getting upset on Twitter to dramatically decrease your revenue. And it's a huge problem we've had with steam forever. It's that it's there. You can be punished by players um, and this isn't good for this. Like if you're somebody browsing the steam store, um, and there's a game that that's good that you should see because it's similar to other games, but you don't see it because a couple of people on Twitter got mad that you are pro feminism or whatever mm -hmm. and decided to review bomb your game. That's not good for your consumers. And it's sure as shit, not good for that, uh, that indie developer. Right. Yeah. So, so why valve? Like why what can you do that prevents this? There's been, and I know Valve works on these things and thinks about them and stuff, but this has been a huge complaint for a long time. And one of the big features that people don't talk about is they're like, we're going to have you opt in to having reviews on Epic's new storefront, which is huge. Yeah. Also, there are other things. They're leaning into the streaming stuff. They're, they're uh, Twitch talked a long time ago about um, this idea that if a streamer is playing a game, they can, I... Uh, uh, what do you call it? Like they, you could purchase they can, the game. You can buy Twitch, the game, yeah. exactly, and then, and then the streamer will get a cut. Yes, the streamer gets a revenue share. Epic's leaning into that. They're like, yeah, we're going to do that too. And also, just to make it a hit, we're going to um, we're going to pay for it. It's not going to come out of the developers yet. In a year, developers will start paying for it. But for now, we'll take Jeez. that because we want to support streamers. Epic is paying that. Ah, I didn't know so, that fact of it. Like I knew it was a in the streaming community that is see it's a very big boon like people are very excited about that and that is going to be something that i mean uh, last month stuff of uh, fortnite reached eight point oh, hang on let me look 8.3 million concurrent players yeah so like that many people are already logged in via that launcher and if now streamers are just going to say hey just click that one extra tab and you can buy so what you want anyway yeah, yeah that's well, there's, huge. Maybe. I don't know if those two things are tied together. I think, so the big concern with Epic Storefront is that Epic has a lot of eyeballs from Fortnite and Fortnite is a free game. Yes. And how do you how do you convince people that just logged into Epic Games to play Fortnite well, to put money into it? If, now, uh, I would say so, everything else, like not everything is free. So I don't think it's an unknown concept that people may buy things. No, but you, um, no, it's not an unknown concept, but it is true. I mean, Discord didn't have a good launch. There's a lot of ways this could go badly, right? Like there's a lot of ways that a storefront launch could be, it, it could be weird. People are like, why are there other games in my launcher? I don't know. Like the, it's hard to say. It's not a sure bet, but I think, and a lot of the moves they're making right now are extremely pro developer. Um, which who knows if that's good for consumers necessarily. A lot of the criticism here is, look, your consumers are largely people who are used to free games and 
your features are all things that developers love, but what does that mean for gamers? Why should gamers care? And I, I think my counter argument would be, well, because that's where the games will be, because that's where the developers want to work, right? Uh, which we're seeing quickly well, happen. That, yeah, every, that was my every developer thing. is hustling to get on that fucking store. Yeah, I, right people now. will go to where the things they want are. Like that is, and they're do, they're making all the right moves and making content producers mm -hmm. and also video game developers want to interact with this thing. So you've got a lot They've of people also, pushing you there, which is, I mean, it's not hard, especially as you've already yes. got it. It's like... They've got a lot of interesting, good ideas. And I I feel like they do know their consumers because they did have, they have this thing where every time you log in, there will be a, a free game to play. They're rotating them. I think I, I read an article. I don't know if it's like every two weeks or something, but there's always a new free game to play pretty much. Mm. Um, like right now, the free game to play is, let me take a look. Um, is it Fortnite? Well, let me go to the storefront. I was going to say, that was always the free game to play. That one doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, Super Meat Boy is now free. And Subnautica. That's pretty cool. Like, just... Yeah. I mean, yeah, those aren't necessarily the ones that are going to pull in tons of people. But as a start, that you get these games for free that you can just play and try. That's yeah, pretty that, good. I think that's the thing. It's like, okay, you logged into Fortnite. Your friends aren't around. You can't play just yet. Guess what? Here's two free games you may not have considered. These are... You know, like from back in the day. Uh, and I, I think this, the storefront. Okay, wait, am I skipping around a bit? On Tuesday, they announced a lot of details. On Thursday, the Game Awards happened and they showed all the trailers for their exclusives and they officially launched the storefront with the games they are going to have. Yeah. So on Tuesday was when we saw this. And I think it's a good mix. You got Hello Neighbor. You got a lot of Annapurna titles. Um, mm. You got satisfactory i thought that was on steam before they must have delisted it from steam and put it here that's funny there's a bunch there's of a stuff of... that you could already get elsewhere i noticed in trailers like the so trailer i first saw the trailers at the game awards and they went hard with some of the trailers and some of the new trailers for new video games would end with like the epic store logo at the bottom of it epic store logo and switch <laughs> that was a, <laughs> a regular thing and it was like shit. i think i mean i don't know but i suspect they're locking down exclusivity for pc basically they're probably paying people to i mean i don't know i don't know for sure no but, but i'm sure we can imagine money probably changed hands of course. or maybe they didn't you know because honestly 12 percent yeah versus 30 percent Man. Dude, like, I honestly, and this is one thing that I was thinking. I was like, I Steam is the thing I have to use. Like, I have no loyalty or care towards Steam. Like, it, as a consumer, it offers me the storefront, but I will gladly go somewhere else if it's a, a slightly more attractive option because there's nothing, there is literally nothing hooking me into Steam. There's a library, but... Shit, I don't care. We like, went over this. That's yeah. bigger for me. I'm. I don't want to give up my library, man. I don't want to give it up, but also it's like unless Steam goes out of business, I'm not going to have to give it up. It's still there. So me going somewhere yeah. else to buy new stuff makes zero difference to me. But I mean, I, I like Epic could do. <laughs> they could do some really cool stuff. Like they could go Blizzard with it, where they're like, "Hey, man, you're going to get some Fortnite skins when you buy this new game, like tie-in skins. Yeah. You know, like Blizzard do with everything." 
They launched yeah, the new I mean, game and it's like... Give Valve some credit. They did the hats. They had tie-ins from other games oh, and stuff. People didn't give a shit about hats. I mean, they did, but like, I guess I don't... Saw, I'm talking zeitgeisty. Fortnite is the fucking thing, man. Like, they, they can really leverage that. It is the thing. And if you look at their... If you look at their storefront, it's so indie friendly. Look at all these indie games. Hello Neighbor, Ashen, Subnautica, um, Outer Wilds. That looks like another Annapurna title. Journey is another Annapurna title. Wow, man. Annapurna. Um, they've locked down... I think Meat Boy is an incredible one to lock down. That they got... Basically, it's like, hey, here was... Do you remember when one of the original indies was Super Meat Boy? Yeah. We have Super Meat Boy. Also, the sequel... This is where the indie games be now. Check it. Yeah. It's uh, it's a strong... It is a strong... And it is the strongest, most viable, realistic play I have seen out of anyone. Like, Discord's thing came out and I was like, eh. Like, it kind of just flew under the radar for me. I was just like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> I'm not... This is another thing you've tacked a store onto that I don't care about. But yeah. this feels legit. Like this feels like, look, we got shit that you want. It's here, in a nice interface, and, I, and let's do I, this. It seems manageable. It seems like they. It's also very clear. Like we're not going after consoles. We're not. We're yeah. clearly just. This is just us replacing Steam. Yeah. Specifically. And hey, guess what? I mean, all of the articles are like, here's all the thing. They're not even a. Li- they list features they don't have as features just to be like, you know what Steam has that you hate? We don't have that. It's so obvious. You know, like that other big part of the uh, 78.3 million people uh, logging in to uh, their store to play Fortnite? Probably yeah. a big portion of them doesn't know or care about Steam because they're kids that want to play Fortnite. And now they're going to get presented with a brand new thing that they're like, you like video games, right? And they're like, oh, yes, we do. Here's more. Do you want to buy them in here? Yes, I would. Your credit card information is already here, right? Yes. (laughs) Go ahead. You have to do nothing different. They have a younger market, which is good. I also talk about Steam. there's, There's things I like. Uh, also, I know maybe this is in my own head, but I've always felt like you read all these articles about what games succeed and the games that succeed are the highly replayable grimdark games and part of me is like that's not what succeeds that's what succeeds on steam yeah and if we look step back like as an indie step back and think about what's successful well mobile games don't count because they're casual okay but do you what about the switch why are all these like the flame Mm -hmm. and the flood did Mm -hmm. so much better on the switch i i feel like those games I feel like the Steam audience, um, it's a different audience. Maybe is it? Yeah, it uh, is. Then it is. It's P. It's older PC gamers. Like, yeah. Basically, I don't want to say it. I want to be like. <laughs> I don't want to be like demographics, but like seriously, the demographics of Steam are very different from necessarily the like the people who use the Blizzard launcher, for instance. Yeah. Um. So, dude, do you remember when we were at fucking EGX? And the amount of kids that were going fucking nuts over sticky cats. That ain't, that ain't a Steam. Sticky cats would flop on Steam. But sticky cats would fl- probably flop here too. Couch co-op games, you really... Dude, like, I, I don't know. I feel like they need a console. Well, they, yeah. They're, but they're difficult. Do you know what I mean, though? This is a game called Sticky Cats. 
that has mm. a really distinctive art style. That game speaks to kids immediately the second they look at it. And those kids are already on that Epic Store. And if you've got a game that speaks to them more than it does someone that wants to play like a serious RTS, yeah, you're going to get crossover. I, I just, I, I don't, I hesitate to say that. Like, I like the argument you're making and I think it's correct. But I don't think, when I talk about demographics, I'm not just talking about kids Kids versus the adults. adults. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I'm talking about, like, because it's not just kids that play Fortnite. It's not just no, kids no, that play no. Blizzard games. It's not just kids that play League of Legends. It's not. Why is it these bright, colorful games? Like, League of Legends is a competitive game. It's bright, it's colorful, it has an art style that you wouldn't see be very successful on Steam, necessarily. Mm. Why? I, and the answer there, I don't know the answer. I, like, when people, when you go to these talks and people talk about, here's how you make your game successful on Steam, they specifically say, go for grimdark, highly replayable, kind of gross-looking, strategic. Um, and I, maybe because historically that's what the console gamers are, and the gamers that play games that aren't that are used to using the blizzard storefront i don't know why and i don't think that's necessarily entirely true firewatch obviously did really well mm -hmm. um on steam but they also did really well on console it did i, I played know. that on console maybe see like maybe i just have this idea in my head and maybe i'm wrong but i i feel like there is a, a you know how publishers have a kind of like a, a kind of audience that they cultivate i feel like steam has cultivated an audience i agree is, more into these kinds of strategy games and I agree. that audience is super loyal to steam and might be i but i think the epic launcher has a chance to capture a slightly different audience it does and that's why and i think that audience is much bigger that's that's my sense just going off of fortnite that's all i'm going off of but i think they are positioning things in the right way i think they are doing the right things they're going to capture the uh youtuber streamer market who are going to play these games and then the that kids too. that are watching them are going to go fuck i want to play sticky cats look how much fun that Dude. guy's having i mean i believe they've got when you're trying to do a lot of things at once some of them will fail and some of them will yes. succeed so it's hard to say but i they are trying a lot of things at once and i think one of the things they're trying that i really like is the leaning into the the steam or i'm sorry leaning into the the youtube and the twitch stuff that's brilliant everybody knows we should have been doing that mm -hmm. um I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how they, I have to look into the specifics because I don't know enough about it. I don't know how they're getting like Amazon and, and YouTube to agree to this, but I'm sure, I mean, you know, there's more storefronts coming. Oh like, yeah. This is only the beginning, yeah. right? Like, I don't know anything about Amazon. I haven't signed an NDA, but I would put money down that they're on, like they have, the they have Twitch AWS. Launcher, I guess, but that really hasn't been much of a, it hasn't changer but i mean if you're sitting on amazon web services and twitch and that twitch launcher that honestly isn't doing super hot but whatever like why wouldn't you go for streaming console and go head to head against microsoft i've signed nothing and i don't know anybody at amazon but i've always imagined they probably are uh you would think their hardware division is also really kind of do, nailing it at the moment with the Alexa line. I mean, they have a history of not sure. nailing it, but they're doing well there. And then also, like you said, the cloud services. So even stuff that's all in browser or on TV doesn't, and doesn't need to be 
doesn't need to be like a physical device. Like they could make a storefront like Epic did. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They could do this thing that Epic is doing. I just I don't know. I, don't I know, man. feel like they could. I feel like fucking Epic are gonna kill this. Like they are Epic did it first and did it best. They did it at the moment. Well, it's not even did it first and did it best. Because other people have tried this shit and it hasn't worked. True. Discord. Yeah. Discord. Plenty did of not. people have tried this shit and it hasn't Congregate. worked. Yeah. And but like Epic are in the position of having the biggest game in the world right now with a the biggest audience a video game has had in such a long time and they're making all the right moves and they're doing all the right shit which is what makes it exciting dude it's cool it's cool and the um the slight nod to the people who use their engine it's not even a slight nod it's a sweet deal oh isn't it like you oh please tell me you don't you don't pay the so if you use the unreal engine historically you always give five percent of gross to epic yes if you use the unreal engine and you come out on the epic game storefront that five percent goes away damn they're like we're just happy for the 12 percent for the storefront don't worry about it that's fucking like and this is the thing because it's this is going to be such a rare conflux of things they are coming in with so much success (laughs) that they can afford to do these things right now i don't know how to explain this like i the storefront isn't open i can't just put a game on it but if i could i would make 20 like on steam i pay five percent to epic of gross and to the engine and i pay 30 percent to steam yeah so i lose 35 percent of my revenue off the top on epic storefront i lose 12% 12% total. Like, it's no question. Like, that is a that is a lot more of a percent, Dude, man. It, so it's literally like... I'm buzzing. Yeah. Like, like I, want this, I want this storefront to be open. I want to be able to put games on it right now. I want it to be, have replaced Valve right now. Uh, but uh, And I know they, they're rolling it out slowly. It looks like they're... Oh, yeah. They're doing the right know. stuff. They said they're going to open it up in 2019. Oh. Dude, that's weeks. 2019 is weeks. Um... Yeah. It's not even a full yeah. month. Dude, if this is out when I'm launching Kind, I'm going to be real happy. Yeah, dude, it's it's the yeah, it's legit the first time that I've looked at anything like this and gone, shit man, I think this is the future. I think this is the thing I want to use. Like I've never thought any of the things are the thing I want to use. <laughs> because it's simple too it's yeah. not asking you to like you don't have to learn vr like get over nausea you don't oh. have to you know like all the other things out there or, like buy a big product nah i've been trying nah, to set up just... a vive all week yeah. and i will tell you i am fucking done trying to set up a vive so <laughs> oh yeah yeah this is cool man yeah so this is this is the news and i mean I think I feel like this is the news mostly because I make PC games and stuff. There's obviously other interesting things that came out of the Games Awards, um, um, which is why. So here's the downside of here's the the part of Ashen that's interesting, right? Number one, it looks the same as Absolver. Just throwing that out there. If you, yeah, if you, actually, I did conflate those two. It it's the trailer started and I was like, there's there's a new Absolver expansion. I would have thought I would have heard of that. Because that's a Devolver Digital published game. I remember the whole cycle of that coming to fruition and coming out. And I played it and I was actually not bad at it. And I was like, man, is, is this new Absolver? The animations even kind of look like Absolver. The people, the art style looks like Absolver. And then I was like, oh, it's not Absolver. Huh. And that that's all I know because I saw the trailer. Did the, 
I know sometimes the artists will sell their work. To Maybe. This people. is the thing. I don't know. I know nothing more. I just remember seeing that trailer and I thought, oh, Absolver. And then it wasn't. And I went, oh, oh, what's this then? Interesting. But like, it could be. I don't, it, I don't, I'm pretty positive it wasn't the same team that uh, made Absolver because I don't know. But it, man, it looks like it. It looks a lot like it. Oh, I'm just. So people. People are excited about it. I, I've been online. I know it's a couple of different places and people are like, oh man, I saw that Ashen game, but I can't find it on Steam. Yeah, or like I was sword, watching. Baby. Yeah, I was watching Clark Tank last night and Clark, Ryan Clark was playing it and they were, uh, so people in chat were like, I'm looking for this on Steam, but I can't find it. Yeah. Um, I wonder how many people are playing it on Twitch right now. Is that pure because interest? Anyway. So there in spite of the fact that we all know about this and we're buzzing it hasn't hit the zeitgeist yet that this is where these games are five thousand people are watching people play it on twitch right now i mean that's mm-hmm. that's no small number on twitch at this time of day right now yeah that's uh that's not bad sorry it's anyway bad. yeah yeah um so what's so, so what's the deal what's the deal of ashen gwen uh, i'm in the middle of telling yes you, and i was interrupting you so please go ahead <laughs> So, so like, yes. So people, in spite of the fact that we know about this because we're industry as hell, yeah. uh, the mass market doesn't necessarily know about it. Mm-hmm. There will still be, people don't automatically go to, right now when people see a game, other people playing a game, they immediately go to Steam and they look for look it up on Steam. It'll be a while before people change that habit. Yes. Everyone assumes it'll be on Steam. So that's, that's interesting. Another interesting thing is this game is... Um, Forty dollars yeah. on on Epic Storefront. It's also can't you just get it for free if you have Game Pass? Oh, okay. On Xbox, can you? Uh, let me have a look. Because uh, I only looked on the Epic Storage because that was actually the first thing that came up in Google <laughs> was that I can buy it on the Epic Store. Get it now. Uh, available with Game Pass. Yeah, you could get it for free right now with Game Pass. Yes. So here's here's different competing markets, and and this is. I, I think it's important that there's a lot of things here. There's just a lot, a lot here. Yes. Right? <laughs> this is the movement towards subscription. Why would you pay $40 for this game? Yep. When, if you have game pass, you could have it for free and also many other games. Mm-hmm. If you've got an Xbox, like I purchased Forza horizon four and then came home, put it in my lovely brand new Xbox one X and saw available on game pass. I was like, fuck, why did I, <laughs> I'm an idiot. That's like, why did I purchase this? But anyway. So this is the fear, though. This is a real thing. Like, soon we will all be locked into subscription yes. services. So in spite of the... F- there's several things here. Yes, what Epic did is cool. Um, but it, in another way, Epic is saying there's a game free each week, at least. Um, and I bet there's way more people playing Super Meat Boy right now than there are playing Ashen. And we have this movement towards subscription services still. In that, why in the hell would you pay $40 for this game? If you have an Xbox, you can get it for free. It's part of Game Pass. Yeah. Have you considered Game Pass? I mean, and the movement towards subscription, I think, is going to still be... This is a train that is that is chugging right now. Oh, 100%. That's, I mean, Microsoft are pushing hard for that. You know all those studios they acquired are going to have their games on Game Pass. Everything Microsoft exclusive goes on to Game Pass. I I think that 
that's probably accurate. Yes, I think they've even stated that. Yeah, that, that uh, is what I, is happening. And so I, I'm excited and I'm nervous in a way because I don't, it's a scary world, the world where everything is subscription. And I think we are not, I don't think we're moving towards everything being subscription, but I think we, I think subscriptions are coming mm. basically is what I'm trying to say here. I think soon somebody is going to be the Netflix of games or there will be multiple Netflix of games. Um, and I, uh, I don't know about that world, man. That world is kind of scary. It is. It leads to, it could lead to a similar thing with music where you see those articles that say 20 billion people listen to this new album and this person made $7,000. And it's like, oh, <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> They're getting no money in that deal. Yeah, I mean, it also, it, it could potentially change a lot of things, right? Like, uh, what if we, because if you want to, the kinds of games that do well in subscription models are either not necessarily highly replayable, but episodic. Mm. Like, honestly, Telltale games, Telltale style games would have been great for a subscription service. Yeah, they would have been good in there. Or, um, so we could see a lot more of stuff like that. We could see it, it's hard to know the future right now there's so many exciting and weird things happening and we i do feel this movement towards um subscription models in storefronts yeah that's where they want to push people i mean it's been successful for film and music and it's getting there with games like that's micro like if microsoft are making a big push for it i mean and the value is there and it works which is the thing sony can't argue against like they can't come out and do a ps4 and be like it's gonna be like the old ways which is like fuck off but like uh i mean they're trying right they they're coming out with big blockbuster their thing is quality yes single player rpgs they, are, and or, they won game yeah. of the year at the game awards with uh god of war uh, so you can't say they're wrong. They're definitely they have their strategy too, I guess. They do, they do. Um, I wouldn't say they were wrong, but I would also say Microsoft are more future facing with what they're doing. And I know they can, you could say they have to be because they are not the dominant console of this generation, but they're making strides that I truly believe are the future. Like that's where we're going from from a consumer point of view. It's a much better value prospect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, uh, it's, it's, yeah, I don't know. As a developer, it's a weird, scary, it exciting is. time. Yeah, like, that, that element a lot is of, odd. I think the next two years are going to just be a complete upheaval in the industry. I, I think publishers should be scared. I think if we move towards, I see a world, a possible world, where, um, agents find games and sign you with a platform like microsoft or mm -hmm. humble or some subscription service and then you're just locked into a contract for a couple of years with them yeah making games for them um in the similar to how tv works yeah 100 percent. it's like at that stage what's the what is the publisher offering that microsoft aren't Microsoft are going to advertise you. Microsoft are going to put you on their Xbox. Microsoft are going to give you money. Like it's, it's also <laughs> it's it's more that um, in a publishers help you out because they get you these deals and they get you onto different platforms yeah. and they get you into different bundles. But in the world where all anybody wants is something exclusive to their platform, in that world you just figure out who to sign with, sign with them, and then you're done for a couple of years because mm. you're just making stuff for their platform. 
in that world, yeah, there's the publishers have what value? They do QA and loke. You can do that. Um, they like, the you pay for a publisher because they look after the long term future of your game and yes. they get your game out on a lot of places. In the world where everything is locked down exclusively to one storefront or another, uh, I don't know about needing a publisher anymore. At that point, you need more like what you have in film, where you have a Hollywood agent, basically. Yeah, it's interesting because I know a big role of a publisher can be, particularly for indies, can be getting you money, get, connecting you with talent, like helping That's you true. do stuff. Like, uh, uh, is that then <laughs> going to be a thing that Amazon does? Like, is that going to be part of their deal as to why you would sign with them? I guess I assume yes, because that's what Netflix does, Yeah, right? right? Yeah. Um, but maybe not. Maybe we keep it separate. Um, maybe publishers give you money and then they, they figure out which of the different Netflix-like subscription services to put your game in. Yeah, maybe. That, that might be their role. Yeah, I guess. Oh, man, who knows? Because they do have a lot of, like, value in that sense when you're like, what do I do? They're a company that can hopefully go, look, let's help you figure out what you do. Yeah. Because we see X or Y potential in this game. So, yeah, who knows? Maybe, the, yeah, I think maybe they do still have that value now. I've said it. I'm like, yeah, because Microsoft aren't definitely going to find you. Like, <laughs> no, yeah. You got to know somebody at Microsoft. Yeah. It, it is a really interesting time. I'm, I'm really excited for what Epic is doing. I think competitiveness among platform holders is good for the industry mm -hmm. um in the short term in the long term the subscription stuff scares me a bit uh yeah, it's just gotta shake itself it, out it's just a fear of the unknown though to be honest yeah i mean again like i say that but then it did for music i was about to say i was like well they can't like make people like uh they can't make game developers do it but then it's like well shit the Beatles went on iTunes eventually. Like it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, you know, eventually if it takes off the crushing force of what consumers want will drive that. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. You go to where your customers are. Mm -hmm. So, and which is to be fair, the, the split between steam and Epic is steam's strategy is we have all the customers. You'll go to where the customers are. We will do the best things for the customers um, and Epic's big thing is we will make the best possible storefront for developers. Mm. We will make developers as happy as possible. This is where the games are. The customers will come to where the games yes. are. So the real question is who's right? I know I really, I'm. that's like a bullshit argument that I'm, that's just how it is in my own head. But I feel that vibe. Oh, that's, like yeah, when you, totally. When you read what they say, when you read their articles, when you look at what Tim Sweeney says versus the articles put out by Valve, and the, the stuff on Valve's blog and stuff. Mm -hmm. Valve is like, we care about you, the customer. And Epic is like, we care about you, the developer. Mm. And I'm a developer, so I'm a pretty big fan of Epic right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm also, <laughs> as a consumer, I'm interested in going where stuff is and where it is affordable. That is the two tick boxes I want. If I can only get Overwatch on the Blizzard launcher... I download the Blizzard launcher. That's job done. Like, there I go. If I can only get the next, uh, shit, I don't know, Call of Duty. We always use that as the example. 
If I can if I can only get the next Call of Duty on PC in the Epic Store, and I want to play it on PC, that's where I'm gonna be. If it's cheaper in there, that's where I'm gonna get it. Like, it, those are the things. I mean, with value also comes reliability because I could get it on somewhere like CD Keys, but I don't want to use that skeezy website, so I use yeah an actual store, and yeah, they got all that going for them. So it is, it's exciting and interesting. Yeah, I'm buzzing, man. It's I'm buzzing. It's an exciting time. Mm-hmm. All right, should we wrap it up here? I think we should, Gwen. We'll... Did we cover everything? I feel like the, this week's been so long. I don't know. If I we mean, covered we everything. didn't necessarily talk about the game awards, but let's just say there was a lot of trailers. Job done. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, we'll treat the game awards the same way the game awards treat the game awards. So the game awards happened. This one won. This one won. This one won. Anyway, here's a trailer. Yeah, shit. Look at it. The guy that plays Teok in uh, Stargate SG-1 was the voice of God of War, and Chris didn't know that. And he came out on stage, and he was like, oh, shit, that's Teok, and he's wearing this amazing suit, and he seems so cool. That was the biggest moment for me. His voice, and then the... With the little kid where he did the... Speak, boy. That was the coolest moment. I was like, yeah. And that dude's so awesome. And yeah, anyway. Is the Game Awards about the Game Awards? No. no. The Game Awards is about Flash and the trailers. Yeah. And I kind of love it. It's great. Yeah, Sonic Fox won that the award for Best Esports Player and he was super cute. And it was like, yeah, this is a good time. So those were the good yeah. moments. So yeah. It was a, it's been a week. It has. Man, let's talk again next week. Good idea, Gwen. <laughs> let's hope that the news is quite as packed as it was this week. All right. It's been great talking to you, Chris. You too, Gwen. This has been Gwen Frey and Chris Slight, and you've been in the Dialogue Box.